Hey, this is Double J, Jeff Jarrett, WWE Hall of Famer, and you're listening to the My One Two Three Cents podcast. It's my personality to be jittery. It's part of my charm. Wrestling fans, are you ready? It's time for my one, two, three cents of a podcast on the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network. Give me a hell yeah! Now, here's your host. The man is also a very long, dear, personal friend of mine. Does the guy have a name? Yes, he has a name. Kevin Huntsberger. Woo! Hey friends, Kevin Huntsberger here with episode 433 of the My One Two Three Cents podcast, and my guest this week, Tyler Heath Hatton. Uh, I usually say Upstride Pro Wrestling, I'm still going to say that because you made a big, big announcement uh, at Strideversary, which seven years of Stride Pro Wrestling, as we record this on Sunday, March 5th, 2023, we're looking at five years, or I'm sorry, seven years ago to the day of that very first Stride show. So before we get to the announcement, Tyler, let's just talk a little bit about Stride in general, that first show, uh, and you, myself, and Sam Hunter were the only three people at Strideversary this year that were at that very first Stride show. At least I think I'm correct in saying that. Yeah, I think uh, I think that is. Uh, you know, I know. You know, uh, like Red Daniels was there. Yeah, he, just, he didn't wrestle. He was he was in the training school yeah. at the time. And uh, but yeah, we were the. And we're the original three and the last three left standing. And I don't, and I don't, yeah, I was going to say, and I don't think Cash and Dalton Diamond had started with Stride yet. They came in, I feel like, a, a couple months after things got going there. Yeah, I think, uh, uh, actually, I think Dalton came to the second, to the second uh, show that we did. Um, and then I'm, cause I'm pretty sure the third show that we did, I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure the third show that we did, we brought in, um, Cowboy Bob Orton. Okay. Yeah. I think you're right about that. And, and, and I think Dalton, uh, wrestled him. Yes. Show. And I'm pretty sure the second show Dalton was there and, uh, and the third show, um, we brought in Cowboy Bob and, and Dalton wrestled him. Let's get to Stradiversary this past year, you know, seven years and you made an announcement on Facebook kind of leading up to it that this could be your last show. You and I talked, and I know you've talked to a lot of other folks. Um, talk a little bit about what you said at Stridiversary and, and what you are thinking as far as your future uh, with wrestling in general. You know, um, it, it's come to a point to where, you know, I mean, uh, you know, just the other night, uh, you know, Dexter, uh, I was supposed to, to to go over some stuff with with uh, you know with Dexter Roswell and you know about the show and and he sent me you know or, you know he said to me I had a message you know he, you're you're very uh, you're just very busy no wonder you know like um you you're always doing something because I was at at a softball practice mm-hmm. and um and you know because I wanted to to kind of meet up with some, with some talent and tell some people, you know, what was going on and what I was thinking. And, you know, literally this, this past week, um, 
you know, Monday night we had softball. And then, um, you know, my my daughter is in the process of, of starting college softball recruiting and 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 stuff like that. And, and we go to Chicago and and she takes pitching lessons up there. We go there once a month. And anyway, part of all this is she has to work out, go to the gym and do these, these workouts and which is, if you know me, that's right up my mm-hmm. alley. And right. um and so, you know, Monday night I got home about eight o'clock after softball, you know, we have softball practice and then we go to the gym. And, and then Tuesday night, we had a school, uh, we're hosting the sectional basketball tournament at our school, and I was there, and I didn't get home till 10 o'clock. Um, Wednesday night, the other two teams played. I had to work. I didn't get home till 10 o'clock. Um, you know, Thursday, we had softball practice, and um, and then um, went to the gym again, got home late, and then Friday, I had to work the, the super or the sectional final. And, um, and then, you know, yesterday we, we had a thing me and her had to do and it's, um, I, I, I got to where I only had one foot in and one foot out, um, with wrestling as it was. And I feel like the last couple of years, um, you know, since my daughter's gotten older and, and since really I've went back to school and, and, you know, finished my degree and all that, my, my life has kind of changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, and I'm, I'm one of those people that obviously give everything to something that I do. I just, I, I can't have, you know, but anything, mm-hmm. I, I got to go all in and, you know, and I've said that a thousand times, and people always ask, how do you get to WWE? How do you get to WWE? And, I, and I've always said, um, you know, you, you have to just want it. You have to work harder than everybody else. I mean, and, and so with that being said, that's my personality. And when I became a teacher, you know, I've, I've gotten close to the kids, and um, and I have a really good relationship with them. And, and with that being said, when they have volleyball games or basketball games or softball games they want to see their teachers there i mean some of them that is you know that their teachers are closer to their teachers than they are you know to their parents and mm-hmm. and i've just i've really enjoyed being that person i've really enjoyed helping them and 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 going to their activities with that being said and that's just that is literally my job, what I do. That's not with my stepdaughter is in, uh, she's a cheerleader and plays volleyball. My stepson is in track and cross country. Jada's in volleyball. and We start, you know, softball, her first games in two weeks, and it doesn't end till July. Um, and I, and then it starts back up again in September, October. Um, and it got to where I didn't feel like it was fair for me to, to book, put together matches, try to tell people anymore what works and what doesn't work because I'm not there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, I, and I felt like, you know, I, I mean, look what, I mean, look what we accomplished. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, look what, you know, we were able to do. And, and for the longest time, I mean, it was, I mean, honestly, like you said, you know, it was, it was, you know, Sam, 
made the posters and did a lot of the social media stuff and and me and you handled pretty much everything else and whether it was set up and you know and all that and until red daniels came along and then you know red really helped out with training he really helped out with the setup and you know in the ring and and all of that he handled all of that and you know and then you had people like you know garrett who came along and 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 Scott Phoenix and all them, and, and they helped carry it along. Um, but for the longest time, then it was me, you, Sam, and then Dan, you know, mm-hmm. Daniels. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you think about, I mean, I can remember, I'm pretty sure it was Johnson City. It was just me, you, Scott Phoenix, and, and Red Daniels putting the ring up. I, I think, I'm pretty sure that's all that was there. And, um, and, and I just remember, um, you know, like, just you know people don't understand you know i, I was talking to, 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 to shane rich about it last night when he had his own company it's an all-day thing i mean it is you give up your whole saturday to do this because you know um you know guys aren't going to stay and help tear down that's just how the business has always been I yeah mean, they were the apw days of yeah. wrestling collision it was me you and maybe a couple other guys but guys just don't they they don't and you and as a promoter you can't make them mm-hmm. you know i mean you know you just can't and um no matter how hard you try and you gotta do it on your own when you're the guy in charge it's an all-day event and um and it just got to where you know i had too much going on and i couldn't um you know i couldn't commit so anyway, I just, I talked to, to some people and I asked them if they'd be willing to take it over and, and I would help them. And, um, you know, and, you know, and I know that, I mean, I hate to say this, but, and I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I kind of felt like, you know, I, I was really torn because I kind of felt like me and you were a package deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where, I mean, it was just kind of, um, you know, like, I mean, me and you talked the other day and, and, you know, and like you said, it was, uh, you know, obviously we both like wrestling, but on top of that, we were friends. Mm-hmm. And so we did it because we were friends and that was kind of our way. That's our way to play golf. I mean, right. God yeah. knows you can't play golf <laughs> and God knows you can't do anything athletic. And, you know, we tried to, True. you know, we tried to work out together and do different <laughs> things to hang out, but you're just not that guy. Um, <laughs> And I'm just not into playing with action figures. So, you know, I mean, you know, wrestling is, uh, you know, it was our way to hang out, really. Yeah. And, yeah. and and that is, people that aren't in the wrestling business don't understand, but that's our version of golf. That's our version of, of hunting or fishing. And, you know, I mean, could you imagine me and you hunting together? Um, <laughs> no. Oh <my> God. <laughs> yeah, so, and anyway, <laughs> so, you know, I wanted to talk to you and, and kind of let you know which way I was leaning and, and, um, and, and like I said, it, it was time to get me and you, I think out of there and, and kind of let somebody else, um, you know, kind of take over and, and a lot of my ideas, uh, you know, I'm not, I, you know, I'm not going to toot my own horn. That's not my thing, but a lot of my ideas are older school minded and, and, you know, and 
there is a newer generation of people and and you know maybe that that will work um but you know regardless um i feel like man i've given literally everything my, yeah. my body's broken down i mean i've missed i've missed things of my you know of my families and, and stuff to do this and it's to the point to where i don't feel like i can do that anymore or like you know i, I don't really want to i mean last night was very uh you know it was very very sad you know because you know stride is my you know is my baby you know right. it is my my creation i mean i found an old post that was from the first day of stride i'm standing in the ring and it says my creation it was it was all me yeah i mean stride was 100 percent me i had my money my ever i mean i had no help i mean it yeah. was everything that came from the ground up was from me and um and a lot of people said they wanted to help until they realized i was going to do it my way and um and they then they didn't they kind of backed off and until it started being successful and then they're like oh i went in yeah um, but then it was done too late and i had already decided like at that time you know i'm going to work with kevin and sam and they're going to help me and um and those are my my friends guys that i trust and um and the rest of it you know i'm gonna i'm gonna do on my own well and i think too a lot of times people think either whether they're in the business or or not they think of wrestling as you know oh, I'm going to come up with some fun storylines and I'm going to book myself. And, I, you know, because I always find it fun talking to trainees and kind of getting their feel. And I, and I don't do a lot of one-on-one -on -one conversations with them, but, you know, everybody's got an idea for their character. Or, you know, they've, they've got this vision in their head and there is so much more to the business side of things, uh, you know, Especially in 2018, when we moved into the building in Carterville, now you've got rent, you've got utilities to take care of, you've got a, a subleaser uh, in, in that space that you have to collect from him. And there's so many uh, other elements, it, you know, you and I talked the other day, and it's like, the booking side of it, you know, the creative side of it, it is the fun part. And it doesn't take the toll that the business side of things of, of paying the bills and making sure that everybody's getting paid or that the insurance is up to date and, and all of those other elements, the ring, if, if part of the ring, you know, the other night I went to the building and, and Justin was up there welding parts of the ring back together. So you have to keep up with all of the, the maintenance on, on that kind of stuff too. And it, it really is uh, a, a big job beyond just getting in there if, in your case and putting your body on the line every time you step through those ropes. Oh, I mean, it is. I mean, the business side is, like I said, the booking side is easier. It's our, is the easier side if you're up front and you don't put yourself at the top. And I think mm -hmm. that's a lot of the problems AAPW had, and not to knock anybody, but, right. you know, when you book yourself at the top for a long time, um, it, it causes friction. It causes people not to work with you. Um, you know, and, and I, you know, I, I had a talk with somebody last night about going over their time, you mm -hmm. know? Uh, and I, you know, I said, I, I never get to go over my time because when you're the guy in charge, you don't get to do that. 
you don't get to be that guy because you're screwing everybody else. The people, we don't pay a lot. I mean, I'll just say that on here. We don't. Yeah. This is people come to stride and want to come because of the storylines and the cool things that we get to do in the fans. Um, and, uh, the business side of it is the hard part. Um, and it, you know, just this past year, just this since stride anniversary of last year, we've had to spend $1,800 on maintenance on the ring, mm-hmm. $1,800 between ropes, a canvas, um, a new bracket at the bottom, uh, welding, um, hooks. We've had to spend $1,800 in the, in the last year on the ring. Um, and so. You know, it, it's uh, it, it's things um, like that that people don't really um, think about or consider, and and that is you know making sure the bills are paid, making sure the boys are paid, um, you know, and and it's like um, you know, and and I you know I, I'm not going to give away who you know who the new owners are, but you know I was I was explaining to them, you know, about setup and teardown. You can expect people to set up and tear down. It's you. There are times, you know, like I said, it, it was, yeah. you know, me, Kevin, and Casey were the guys tearing the ring down. Yep. Just the three of us. And when you're the guy in charge, you can't make people and you can't threaten, you know, to not book people because if that's the route you're going to go, you're going to be in trouble, you know, because right. um, people aren't going to work for you. They're not coming. And, and it's wrong, but it's the way the business is. And especially, you know, I can remember when I was wrestling at SICW and I was the champ and I was in the main event and they used to wait till the ring was tore down before they paid everybody. Mm. But I could remember, um, you know, Herb coming to me and he paid me always before my match. And he would always say, Tyler, you have a long drive. And so I'm not going to make you stay. Um, I'm going to pay you now. So that way you can get on the road after your match. Um, and, but that wasn't the case for everybody. And, and I can remember they stopped doing that because they lost a lot of good talent mm. and, um, and people quit coming up there because, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, uh, I mean, look at, uh, Jimmy Razor, you know, he had to be at work at four o'clock this morning. Oh, wow. So could you imagine, and that's him living less than an hour away. So could you imagine, you know, Zach Sawyer had to be at work at 11 o'clock last night or 10 o'clock last night. Oh, so wow. You, so you can't ask them to stay. Yeah. So they have jobs. Yeah. And they have things. They have families, you know. So um, you can't expect people to do that. You know, um, Riser, you know, had a had a two and a half hour drive home. And, and so you can't, um, you know, you can't ask people to stay. It's on you. And. Now, you know, you can have people and trainees that you can be like, okay, if you want to train or if you're green, then yeah, you can have them do it. Um, but for the most part, you can't ask talent that's coming in to, to do that because we're not paying them enough uh, to do that. And, and you know, you're going to cause yourself um, a lot of problems if you try to start nitpicking who stays and, and cleans up and, and, you know, who doesn't. Yeah. Well, it's, it's been an incredible ride. You know, we, we talked about seven years ago and, and that very first show. Um, and, and I think what I liked about Stride from the beginning and what I've always liked about it is that it, it always stayed true to your original mission, which to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, 
you wanted to provide an opportunity. And I can remember, you know, you mentioned earlier, we, we never played golf together, but we, we used to work out together. And I can remember before Stride started, you and I were, were going to Gold's and, you know, you had mentioned that you were thinking about starting a training academy at that point. Um, and, and that was always your goal was to train people to wrestle and be able to have opportunities. And, and Stride grew out of that. And that never stopped. You know, you could have probably booked the hot indie act that's, you know, asking 500 or $600 to come and, and do a show. And we could have put it on the poster and for that month looked cool and uh, done that and, and, and been fine. But you gave opportunities to not only people who had never had the opportunity before, but also veterans like Axe and Roger and Jay Spade and Joey O'Reilly and Farmer and all those guys. And I know I'm missing people, but you were giving them chances and opportunities to get better. But also, you know, I, I remember going into the locker rooms before and, and hearing the side conversations, you know, Axe taking somebody under his wing and, and talking and giving them pointers or Roger or you or, or Spade. And, and those guys all kind of became that core as well that this was about building stars and, and continuing to give the local stars an opportunity to continue doing what they liked. Because like you said, when pro wrestling collision ended in 2013, there was a big gap where there was nothing. And now there's Anna fight underground, there's Cape championship wrestling, there's uh, IWA mid South. And I, and I, I, I don't know how long they've been around, but uh, you know, rednecks wrestling group, you know, there's all these other offshoots. And I don't think any of those and, maybe this is a bold statement. I don't know if any of those are there or continue to have the longevity that they've had. If it not had been for stride, getting it kind of all started in 2016. Well, I mean, a lot of those guys, you know, it's, you know, Dave and, and, and all those and CW and all these new trainees. And, and, you know, you, you know, you look at, at Anified underground, you know, roster, Ryan Richard, you know, yeah. Dave Lyon, you know, a lot of those before it was Savion. You know, a lot of those guys that they use um, are, are stride guys. Um, you know, same thing. You know, I have a great relationship, obviously, with John Bach at IWP yeah. in Mount Vernon, and and um, and that he uses a lot of stride guys. Half of uh, you know Rednecks roster is is stride guys and trainees and and people like that. And you know, it, it's made it to where I've I've you know a lot of the problems you know in Southern Illinois was number one. When, you know, back in the early 2000s, they had a wrestling school that went away and Curly tried to bring it in and it didn't work. And But anyway, you had to pay for guys from Tennessee and, you know, the payroll for AAPW was so high because there wasn't anybody local mm -hmm. to really use. Uh, there was places, you know, in Anna or, you know, whatever back then. Um, but, I mean, it was, I, I don't feel like they were, um, you know, the, the, you know, the, the top notch at that time. But, you know, the whole reason that I started Stride was to train guys. But also, there was another guy that had came in the area and was running shows. And I could remember, it was a show in Benton. And it was me and Shane Rich were booked. And there was a big snowstorm coming. And this was like late in 2015. And uh, the guy had to cancel. And I and I called in and I got Jay Spade. And he hadn't wrestled in a couple of years. And, mm -hmm. And anyway, I had said, like, 
I wanted, actually, I had talked about, you know, Axe Allward coming in, and I wanted Farmer to come in, and, and Tony Flood, and he uh, he told me no, and he's like, no, I don't want those guys. And I, that's what kind of was like, man, these guys are local. You know? right. And at the time, you know, they were driving to Tennessee, and they were driving to all these places to wrestle. And I was a little frustrated, and I was like, man, these guys are talented guys. You know, mm-hmm. these are good 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 quality guys and so that was kind of then i started it and the wrestling school and and i knew that like i was going to train them and they were going to do it the right way because a lot of guys are trained the wrong way and and they're going to do it the right way and they're going to pay their dues and they're going to be you know if they're loyal to me then i'm going to be loyal to them and i'm going to help them out you know and um and that's kind of you know how it was and and, you know, early on, you know, like you said, I, I never, I've never myself paid for a name in my life. Mm-hmm. I've never used my own money or strived money to pay for a name to come in. I just, and nothing against that. I, right. I don't have anything against that. Right. I, but I've never, I, I've never done that because number one, you know, I think my wife would kill me. Yes. And, <laughs> and, and number two, I just, I wanted to give other people and, you know, and that is. I mean, we, you know, looking at Stradiversary, I mean, I just, um, I, I think about that, you know, I, you know, I kick myself or I get mad because I wish, you know, COVID didn't happen, but we can't go back. But I mean, going into Stradiversary 3, I mean, my Lord, I mean, you know, um, and, and that is stuff that I'm most proud of, um, you know, for, you know, for myself, um, you know, as a performer, you know, just last night, I, I, you know, I could, you know, I could send you the messages. I had two workers, two people message me last night and they were worried about the future of Stride mm-hmm. and how it was going to go. And they said, you know, um, they, they talked about, you know, uh, when I wasn't there and I'd taken some time off and they talked about the crowd sizes and how they were down and, and, um, you know, and I, and they, and I'm not tooting my own horn. If you guys really know me, I, I'm not this, I joke, but I'm not this way. Um, right. But the two different, two different people and two different messages told me that they were concerned if I wasn't there, um, the, the crowd size and, and it, and, you know, one of them is somebody I really respect, have a lot of respect for in the business. And, and he messaged me and he's like, you know, he goes, I want you to know, and, you know, I screenshot it and I sent it to my wife, but he, it, it meant a lot to me. But he said, I want you to know that Stride's been successful for seven years because of you, not because of your booking, but because of you as a performer and, and fans come to see you. And, uh, and then, you know, he said, and it's, it's who you are as a person. They genuinely believe, you know, that you're, you know, a, a good person. And I bring up the message right now, but. And he, he goes on to say the way you are as a, you know, as a husband, as a father, and he's like the way you are as a teacher and, and fans want to come and see you and get behind you. Um, and, uh, you know, and that meant, you know, a lot to me. And, and I wrote him back and, and I said, you know, I thanked him for that. And I told him that I, I've always felt like, I have been a pretty decent wrestling draw, you know, wherever I've went, um, because of my ability to 
tell the story in the ring. And, um, you know, and but I told them I felt like the crowd sizes weren't what they were because of my booking wasn't what it should be. I wasn't there. I wasn't listening to the crowd. Um, and I didn't know. I was just watching the YouTube show that you guys put up, mm-hmm. and I wasn't there. And when I came back, I got to be around the crowd. I got to hear them. I got to listen. And, um, you know, and, and, and then I got to see. And, and, you know, I kind of feel like this past year, you know, I've been back around. I've been there. I've wrestled. And I've been on the show. And, and I feel like I'm more, I was more involved. So I think whoever is doing the booking will be able to listen and tell. And, you know, and I, and I told the guy, too, you know, I said, I think most people realize this. I've lost more matches in stride than anybody else. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, you know, wins and losses don't matter. Uh, I've been, I'm the shortest champion twice in stride history. Um, you know, I've always had the longest title reign. Um, but with that being said, um, the biggest drawing stride anniversary of all time was stride anniversary three with me and Tony Flood and Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Um, most people don't realize that that's the highest drawing anniversary of all time. And then the second was last year with me and riser, um, with you as the ref. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are things as a performer at stride that I'm most proud of, uh, man, that going into stride anniversary three, maybe it's just the three. That's the thing, you know, WrestleMania three, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I, maybe it's just that's lightning in the bottle to do it that year. But Stradiversary 3 with, um, you know, with, with that. But going into that, I mean, the West Frankfurt show and the Johnson City show. And then, you know, the um, that uh, and the show going into, uh, you know, the Stradiversary. And then after that, going to Pinckneyville. I mean, just, I mean, we had 600 and something people at West Frankfurt. 500 and something people at Johnson City, and then 400, uh, I think it was like 465 was the count at Stradiversary 3. You know, and for, you know, and the only, the only name on any of those were teachers, and that helped at Frankfurt and Johnson City. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the uh, Stradiversary 3 was just me and, and Tony Flood and an Iron Man. Right. Off a great story that we told. Um, you know, and then the next year was on, we were having a great year until COVID happened. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we, we were having a really good year. Um, you know, we had the cash story with, with Red Daniels that did great in Centralia. It was just, I, I kind of felt like, you know, COVID happened and it slammed everything down and, and, but we come back and, you know, last night, that's what. You know, that's what uh, one of the wrestlers came up to me last night and said, Tyler, look at this crowd. You know, look at the size of this crowd. You told me this crowd was nuts. Yeah. They were, you know, and and he came up to me and he's like, are you sure you want to walk away from this? Like, well, this is all you. And and I'm not saying that to fluff my ego because that's the thing. I don't really think it's me. I think it is the stories and it's the, the stories that people have been put in. And I've allowed people to go and tell those stories. Um, I, you know, I put Cash and Dexter together, 
but they came up with the bodybuilding match. Not me. That's something I not I wouldn't have done. They came up with that. I put Dave and Eric together. I came up with that. They wanted to work together. They came up with the Legos and the match and mm-hmm. the thing with Aaron. They came up with that. And I think that's why it works is I allow people that freedom to to tell me their ideas and then I'm like, Okay, you know, let's uh you know, let's work with it. Um, you know, and you know, me and Zach Sawyer, um, that was that was one hundred percent I just wanted to work with Zach Sawyer. <laughs> uh, I mean I trained with him. Um, you know, uh, I have respect for him. I think he's talented. You know, I, I messaged him last night or he messaged me first and thanked me and, and I thanked him for, you know, I felt like he carried me and he was, you know, very nice and, you know, said the opposite, but I, I wanted to, I wanted to work with him. He wanted to come in the stride and he reached out and, and I, you know, and Hunter Woodworth, our buddy Hunter messaged me to tell me how fantastic of a wrestler and worker he felt like Zach was, Zach was really good and I totally agree um, but all of it was you know I feel like it works because I allow people that freedom right you know I did and I, I allowed them to to tell their stories and and I always just tried to input what I felt like would help you know what I thought would help and um, you know and and my gosh, you know, I mean, how good was Peyton and Dan's match? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, how good was that? Yeah. Dan hasn't wrestled in three years, and it was fantastic. Yeah. You know, and 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 that was the one thing I had told the new owners. You know, I said Peyton airs is money. That guy, yeah, is money. He is. He, he is a hundred percent. He is a he's a draw. He is the top guy, and he needs to be the top guy for a long time and he he's finding his groove he's finding his place um and he i mean they people you know are hating him now and um you know and he just he looks the part he and i mean me and you have talked about this he's the guy you know he he really is i mean that's the first thing dan said to me when he started working with him he's like man dan or peyton is He's the guy. And I'm like, he is. Like, he, I mean, he's your money guy, you know. And, and when he loses, you know, that's got to be the biggest, the biggest build, you know. Um, you know, that, you know, uh, I mean, you know, you look at when, you know, when we finally beat Roger, we finally had Roger lose to Spade, mm-hmm. how long that build was. Yeah. You know, I mean, just, I, I went and I put Spade over to, to put him to that spot and, and, you know, just that build and that story and, um, you know, and how great that, that show was and that match was and uh, at Woodlawn, um, you know, and, and how good that story was and, um, you know, and, but that's, you know, I mean, can't say enough about Peyton, you know, just how, you know, setting the ring up, tearing the ring down, uh, you know, I mean, and that guy's the champ. Right. You know, I mean, that guy is the top. He is, uh, people, I, and I know I, I got messages and I talked about that, and, and people think that um, that I'm a draw or I'm still the draw, and I'm just like, man, it's, it's Peyton. You know, I mean, it, it is, I feel like right now he is, 
he can go as far in wrestling as he wants to go. I feel like. I feel like if you know he's already been on a TV show. Yeah. If he wants to go to a top promotion, he's the guy that can go. And I think it's going to be amazing if he's at stride and he's the champ when he gets noticed or when you know he gets something. I mean, yeah. I, I just, I really do. I think you know he is. You know, he's the guy, and and uh, and I can't say enough about him, and I can't say enough about last night, you know, um, Dexter and Cash's match, you know, the, the things they put their body through, the stuff they did, and the story that we told with the Forgotten, and, and then them breaking up, and, um, you know, just that story that they told, you know, spinning off of me and Cash in the casket match, and, yeah, um, you know, and... Uh, um, you know, and, and just how, you know, just proud of them I was, Dave and, 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 and Jeff, you know, how great their story was. Um, you know, I mean, I got people coming up to me telling me how great Jeff was and how far, you know, how he's figuring it out and how, um, you know, how good that, and that was just, those that know me, that's the thing's that I've always been most proud of. Uh, I, uh, I don't like to toot my horn as much, but the stories that the other people have been able to tell, um, you know, really honestly mean more to me than the, than the stories, um, that I've been able to tell. Well, and I think that's part of your DNA. You know, we talked about it earlier with your kids and, not just your kids at home, but your kids at school, you know, you, you, and I don't, I'm going to assume you don't mind me telling this story, but you sent me a snap the other day. Uh, it was Friday afternoon, school was over and, and a kid asked you to stick around and, and, uh, pl- play basketball and, and, or watch him play basketball. I don't know what the case was, but you, you did that. And I, I think that you have taken on, and I've known you a long time, 12 or 13 years now. And I, I knew you when you were working at Gold's and, and, uh, you know, before you were uh, going to school to become a teacher and then you, you became a teacher and I have watched you, um, develop and mature, uh, as a man, as, as a person and as, as a mentor and a teacher. And I'm 13 years older than you, but I look up to you and I respect you so much, uh, for what you have done, not just for this wrestling thing, but for, the people for, for the philanthropy that stride has done for the things that you've done for the kids that you coach and mentor and the people that look up to you. And I, I think that speaks volumes of who you are as a person. And, and when you say these things and you know, the, it is kind of the running joke that, you know, you, in the locker room, you say, uh, you know, I'm going to get all my shit in tonight. And, and we all laugh because we know that you don't really mean that. It's just that, that, that uh, narrative, I guess, that has somehow developed. But I, I really, uh, you know, when you say things about how proud you are of the, of the stories that, and, and again, you've planted the seeds for these guys and they've been able to then take it and grow. And, and I think that's the mark of, of success is when not just you yourself are the one getting over, but you're now you're getting all of these other guys in situations where they're over here and over in other wrestling organizations here in Southern Illinois and, and beyond. So for that, I'm grateful to have had the opportunity to work with you for the last seven years as well. 
Well, like I said, I appreciate that because, you know, um, booking and running the promotion is su- it's a thankless job. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is. Um, I could probably count on two hands the times people have said thank you or, or given me that, you know, um, you know, in a lot of, or giving me that, the, the props, you know, that, that I feel like certain people should want to give me. Um, you know, I've always, you know, I, last night, you know, a prime example, I went up to Peyton and I told him, thank you for the crowd tonight. I went up to Dan and I said, you know, it means so much that you came here and did this, you know, and he's like, you know, you know Dan, no, no, thank you. You know, and I'm like, no, you know, and, but I've always done that. Even when I was at OBW, I used to go up to the main event guys and tell them, thank you for this crowd, you know, and that is something that I think um, that this next generation has lost, but, you know, it is, um, you know, I, you know, there's so many times, you know, people will say, you know, thank you for the opportunity or whatever. Um, but I mean, there's just this, you know, the, you know, the, the guys that, that tagged me in a post and sent me a message, just not just thanking me for everything I've done for them. Um, that's the first thing you asked me on the phone is how many messages and mm-hmm. texts I got. And, you know, I, I told my wife that last night I was showing her all the wrestlers that messaged me and just thank you for everything I taught them and, and the Facebook post. And, you know, but what's crazy, you know, is, is Sam Hunter, you know, Sam Hamblin, you know, made a post, a big long post about me. And he, he's not even a wrestler, you know, he's my friend. But, you know, um, but he was there, you know, from the beginning, from high school. But, you know, just it, it, it's so, you know, I, I'm one of those guys where I don't need compliments. You know, j- just last night when the guy told me that he was worried Stride wouldn't draw without me there. Um, and I and I talked about, I mean, I did, I talked about Peyton and I talked about Zach Sawyer, and I talked about, you know, Dalton Diamond and Dexter Roswell and Logan Ridge and Riser and just how good these guys are and how the fans love them and, and how great they are and how good of performers they are. And, and he wrote back, and, and that's what he, he goes, you really suck at confidence. <laughs> um, and, you know, and, um, but, you know, those that really know me, like you said, I always joke. And, and it's just because the Internet and people – I think always, you know, whether it was at APW, I mean, the first year of APW, how many shows was I in the main event? Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't even the champ. I mean, I was in the right. main event all the time. Um, and then, you know, Pro Wrestling Collision, SICW, um, you know, just wherever I've gone, you know, uh, PCW, you know, where I was their champ at the time, and TCW, where I was their champ, uh, you know, Tennessee Championship, uh, TWC, Coalition, or whatever, but um, you know, all these places where I went and I was in the main event and I, and I was, you know, getting to do, um, you know, all these, all these really cool things. Um, you know, we talked about here on, on, on this podcast so many times I used to go, I mean, they always said, you know, you can't go out and watch the show. And I've always been like, screw that. I used to just go watch it. At SICW. There's a picture of me with Larry Madison. I used to go sit beside oh, him yeah. and watch the show with him. And there's a picture where I was hiding behind the curtain with my head poked out watching the show with Larry because, I, you know, I, I just, I, I loved it. You know, I mean, last night, my, my wife, 
I was sitting there and, and she was like, you look happy. And I said, you know, everybody's taking care of the ring. Everybody's got their match. There's always a different buzz, a different, the crowd is always different at Stradiversary. We've been lucky every year. You can just feel it in the air. You can just feel that buzz at Stradiversary. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, but man, I just get to sit here and I just get to be a fan and watch. And, and I told her, I'm like, you know, I said, now that I'm not doing this, I said, I might just drive up and watch an IWAP show and just sit in the crowd and watch. You know, I mean, I might just go to Cape and sit and watch a show um, because that's the one thing that, that stride and wrestling has taken away from me is the ability to be a fan. Yeah. Um, and, and I, and, and that is, you know, um, and, you know, the other night, God, I sound like what I always text you, but <laughs> I was watching the NWO, uh, special that a, 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 a or that a and E did. Uh-huh. And I cried watching it. Um, and I, and I did, I sit there and I cried and, and my wife was like, are you crying? And I was like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, I said, because. You know, I cried on the part where Eric Bischoff talked about the girl who got married. Oh, yeah. She wanted, yeah, and she wanted him to walk her down the aisle. But my dad, man, was the biggest, and he still is, the biggest football fan in the world. But he wouldn't put on Monday Night Football because he would let me watch wrestling. Oh, wow. And, and, and like, I, I don't think people understand that, like, like I loved wrestling. Like, I just loved it. I mean, it was just... The Monday Night Wars was, was just my jam. And and, and and as I was watching this special, I kind of realized, like, man, I, you know, I lived my dream. You know, I, I and I really did. And I got to have this, you know, wrestling company, and I got to do all these things. But on the other hand, like, I think it was Bud Galloway made a post about me. And, you know, he's like, you don't understand how many people you got to live out your dream. And... You know, and, I, and the work that I had to put in to get to where I am. I mean, me, Zach Sawyer, Dalton Diamond, Jay Spade, uh, even Cash, if you tell, we used to drive to freaking Aldi twice a week. I used to go to Aldi on Friday nights um, and train. Um, you know, drive up there two and a half hours to Aldi just to train to wrestle. And I did all of this. I used to drive... Um, to OVW back, this is back in 2010 when I was the worst wrestler on the face of the earth. I used to drive to uh, um, to uh, OVW, and I had to get up for work at 4 a.m. Uh, or 3:30 a.m. and I and I had to work the 5 a.m. to one shift so I could get there, and um, and you know just all the dedication that I put in to be able to you know give back. Um, to people and allow people, you know, and, and, you know, back, gosh, I mean, you know how many body slams and hip tosses and arm drags I took from Red Daniels and Frank Edwards <laughs> and Scott Phoenix. I mean, just, I was the only trainer. Yeah. I was the one taking all the bumps. Um, thank God Frank and, and Dan learned how to bump and protect themselves because I mean, it was me taking them all. And then, um, you know, and then, you know, luckily Spade came back around and he helped out and then guys got trained, but, um, you know, I just, I did all that and, and I'm just more excited now that I'm not doing it, that I can just be a fan and, 
And if and if somebody needs me, or you know, Stride wants me to come in and wrestle and put somebody over, and I'd love to do that. I mean, I would love to be, you know, the the guy that that comes in and does that because, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I just I'm a fan, and I, you know, and 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 I want, you know, I, you know, I want people to, uh, um, you know, and I want other people to be a fan, and I want people to to love it and people that come in it to love it like I do. Well, I know, you know, this is not necessarily the end uh, of your in-ring career because I know this Friday night you are doing a show, Stride is doing a show, a fundraiser for the Gallatin County softball team where you teach. Um, It's happening at the high school there, so folks are listening to this this week and want to head to Gallatin County and, and support Stride Pro Wrestling and support uh more importantly the softball program there and and that's the other thing you know you mentioned it during uh, your speech at the uh end of your match at stradiversary uh this company has raised more than $150,000 over the last 7 years as well and and keep in mind this was a big chunk of this was covid you know half of that time was 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 we were limited to crowds and and whatnot because of covid and uh you know from the school funding to uh we did uh some some fundraisers for folks uh, battling cancer and, and other diseases and, and other groups that's that's an incredible number to be proud of and that was the other thing that i liked so much about stride you know not just that homegrown and, and kind of local talent getting to to do their thing but also the fact that you were giving back to the communities that uh, were a part of and and that has always stuck with me as well as this isn't just a wrestling company you know we've been able to do the toy drive every year for the last several years and so it's just being able to give back because uh, like you said you know stride is not making uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars every year or even thousands you know it's it's you're 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 not losing money and you're not making money on it it's it, it's one of those propositions that it has been for the love of the game and uh, again, kudos to you for for coming up with the the ideas of doing these school fundraisers and doing these other events that that have been able to give people a, a non traditional way to raise some money for their organizations. Well, I mean, you said it best when you said you know I had a kid come down and ask me to stay over and watch him play basketball. I just I like doing stuff for other people. That's just that's what I that's what I enjoy doing. I enjoy. And my wife tells me all the time that it's it's my best worst quality. Um, I like I just like doing it. I just I feel like it gives good karma back, and it's something that I just enjoy do. I like I like to go out and 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 give people um, you know good experiences and stuff. And when I started Stride, I I knew. I didn't want it to be a moneymaker. And when I start, and I, you know, and, and I had started doing the school shows and I decided like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make money off these schools. I mean, this money goes to the kids. This mm-hmm. money goes to a kid's activity. And I just decided, you know, I'm going to do this. And, and I, hopefully I got a group of guys that just like doing it and like just the fact that they like to give back as much as I do. And, um, you know, and, and I just decided that that's how it was going to be. And, 
and it worked. I mean, it, it, we made enough money to keep the doors open, and and I, I never tried to make any more than that. And that, and people may think that that's dumb, and they really, and I understand that. I mean, all the time and effort I put in, I should make money. <laughs> I should have. Um, but if I, you know, you you've handled the the money, mm-hmm. and any time I have anything extra, I give it to the butch. Mm-hmm. I always have. Yeah. Anytime I have anything that I've made over, I just I give it back to them, and I don't give it to myself. Right. Um, and you know, it's made my wife frustrated numerous times because I don't I don't pay myself. Yeah. And I and I never have a stride. I've never I've never paid myself. Um. And uh, and it makes my wife you know a little a little angry. You know, I paid myself back if I've had to pay for something or buy something. Right. Um. But I've never. I never gave myself an envelope, um, and and I've done that just because I, I feel I don't want to get religious on here, but I feel like a greater power, you know, God or whoever you believe in. I feel like they blessed us to keep it open, and they blessed me, and you know, and and, I, and we do go to church, and, and a lot of the lessons lately have been giving back and giving to people. And God will take care of you. And, and it, it sounds corny to some, but that's just how I've always been. I, I always feel like when I give out, you know, I, you know, uh, this is, this is a true story. And, and, and my wife will listen to this podcast. And, and if anybody doesn't believe it, you can message her and ask her. It's a true story. Um, I won't say who there was a wrestler at stride who um, had posted, they were going through a tough time on Facebook. And um, they were struggling, and they didn't know uh, if they were going to be able to keep the lights on. And we did a wrestling show, and um, I told my wife, uh, she was doing the money at the door. I said, so-and-so is going through a rough time. What's the money box like? And and she told us, and um, I said, see if you can figure out how much their electric bill is. And she came back, and I think she said it was like $245. And I took it out, and she said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm, I'm going to pay their electric bill with this money. I typically, this person was green, and I typically didn't pay them. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they, they were still kind of new to the, to the, to the business. And, and I took it, and I gave it to them. And um, my, my wife was just kind of like, yeah. Like, basically, like, you better hope we have a good draw next month. And I said, I, I feel like God's going to take care of me. Anyway, this this is the part that's crazy. After the show, um, the next day, my wife went grocery shopping in, in Kroger and Marion and loaded up about $200 worth of groceries. This old man in front of her bought our groceries. Wow. True story. That uh, is insane. Got on that. You guys um, anybody wants to message her, uh, you know, Rachel Hatton on Facebook. Uh, it's a true story that really happened. And so uh, I've always kind of felt like, and there's been other times guys, and this is not just one time. Um, there's been other people that I've noticed on Facebook or social media that they've gone through tough times and I've paid them out of the stride box, um, extra. And, and I feel like, you know, those reasons, you know, um, are why stride's been successful and um you know i know this 
this podcast, we're kind of peeking back the curtains of the the jerk that everybody thinks that I am. But, <laughs> I mean, that is, this is why I want, you know, this, I kind of feel like that's why I want to give thanks to people and, and you know, and, and let the next generation know and, and the people that are taking over and the people that are helping or people that want to start their own wrestling company. Like, this is how it was successful for me is doing these things. And, um, you know, and I hope that, you know, somebody can start a wrestling company and become rich off of it. And, um, but that wasn't why I did it. And, um, and that, that wasn't why I ever, that I ever, you know, wanted to get out of it. That was honestly why, um, uh, you know, why I started it was to be able to give back to other people. And I feel like, you know, and, and that's the thing too, is, uh, I know I'm going on a rant here, but <laughs> people, um, like you said, you know, they give me credit for it. However, like, I mean, I mean, it, it's it's not just me. So, you know, like Kevin Huntsberger makes the posters, does the Facebook page. Uh, I mean, like, I, I Stride would not be successful without you. And I mean, how much do you get paid? I, mean, I know you quit your job to do this, but, but <laughs> I mean... <laughs> You know, I mean, you won't take pay from me. I, I've tried to pay you, and, and you won't take it. Um, and so you don't get paid. And um, and so, I mean, it's, you know, I couldn't have done this without you. I mean, in all honesty, and, you know, and that was, and, and I think I tried to go back, and I couldn't find it because we have so many freaking messages. Um, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure when I asked you to do it, I think I'm, I'm 99.9% sure I said, well, if you're not going to come and do it with me, then I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I think that was what I had told you. And you were yeah. like, well, don't do that. And I said, well, if you're not going to come and, and help me and, and announce and be part of it. And so all these charity shows that I've done, like, yeah, I'm the booker, I'm the owner, I'm the one that did it. But I mean, Dexter Roswell comes and wrestles for free. Peyton comes and wrestles for free. Barbara Billy Hills, Roger Mathis, um, Red Daniels, um, you know, Bull Bronson, um, you know, homicidal Stephen Davis, Brandon Walker, Josh Totten, um, Joey Ryan, all these guys came in and donated their time for free. So, I mean, it, 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 that's what I'm most proud of with Stride is that family feeling and that fact that everybody got into what I was doing. And I'm really glad, really glad that I do get credit for it from some people. But to me, it's like, it's bigger than that. To me. It's, it's all these other people, um, you know, that have, that have done it. And, um, and, you know, and, and that's what I'm, you know, most, you know, I know you're going to send me a message after this, but that's what I'm most emotional <laughs> about and what I'm most proud of. No, I'm, I'm going to give you a pass. I, I'm not going to message you. Uh, but you know, seriously, in in all seriousness, you know, uh, I'm happy for the, uh, you know, because like I said, we've been friends a long time, long before Stride, and um, I, I think that Stride helped to reignite our friendship, and and you know, we'd see each other occasionally from time to time at at other events and stuff uh, around, uh, but then Stride came around and it it really locked us uh, back in and and able to talk and 
and and and do things and and those show days do get crazy and and you're getting bombarded with everything and so the times that we are able to to talk and and do stuff away from the stride setting is is always fun too and i anticipate that that will continue on beyond this no matter what the future holds and and like you said maybe we uh hit the road and take up some shows uh when there's not a crazy busy schedule going on with sports and stuff on on weekends and uh, again i appreciate the friendship the opportunities that you've given myself as well as you know the countless number of of trainees and and others who have have been in and out of of the stride ring whether it's uh, for one match or for, uh, you know, kind of establishing and, and starting a career here. Because like, I think many people have said it to you, and I, you mentioned Bud Galloway specifically, but the opportunities that have been afforded by by you uh, having this vision and, and sticking with it, uh, because there were times where it could have been very easy to, you know, you talked about the success of Stradiversary 3. Well, Stradiversary 2 was uh, a crap show. You know, I think we had we had issues at the mall at that point. We had to move into another place and and do a, a you know and what not a lot of time to promote it, and I, you know I think if we had eighty people in the crowd that night, that was a lot, um, and so you didn't get discouraged. And and I I know that there were other companies around here that things got tough and and everybody abandoned ship, and you never did that. You stayed the course. And uh, seven years later, and and it was, uh, again, a hell of a run, and uh, I am so grateful to have been a part of it. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, just, there were so many times uh, that we struggled. I mean, gosh, I mean, how many buildings did me, you, and Red Daniels look at mm-hmm. you know, after the mall thing happened? Yeah. You know, and going to Carterville mm-hmm. and doing the, uh, the community center and, you know, and, and you know, and, and all that. And actually, I... I had the other day. I was thinking about you know when we were struggling to find buildings. Why didn't you just go try to get that place again? Um, <laughs> that was a pretty good setup. Yeah. Um, you know, but you know, just uh, the way we bounced around and moved, and you know that that week of anniversary too. You know, I mean, I remember they told us like three days before. You know, um, and you know we had a scramble. You know, yeah. and and uh, and and find a place and and being able to do it. And, I mean, there's been times when I've just been, you know, just where it's like, oh, you look out there and, you know, there's a hundred, you know, fans out there. I mean, you know, but at one point, you know, I remember like the first, you know, couple of years we struggled, um, you know, but I can remember uh, there was a period of time when we didn't have less than like 125 people. It was a span of like nine or 10 shows, or nine or 10 months. We were just, you know, drawing it. And I can remember, you know, we, we had got a place, and I had booked this show, and I'm wanting to say it was July 3rd. And I can remember a wrestler coming up to me and telling me, like, I know that you think you're really good at booking. Is what he, he told me, he said, but you got to be an idiot to book a show on July 3rd. And I think we had, like, 200 people <laughs> show up. And I remember thinking, like, you know, uh, I probably am an idiot, you know, but I, I'm just trying to do a show to keep the doors open. Yeah. And, and there were shows, you know, I can remember we were telling a really cool story one time. And man, it was awesome. And I, and I felt like it was going to do great. And then we booked the show and it was the night of um, Marion Prom. And they had it in the mall. Yes. And we didn't, 
and we didn't draw a freaking, I mean, it was a real low draw. And I can remember, like, I'm wanting to say it was the show where we introduced um, Jay Wells with, uh, um, like, Maximum Overdrive or whatever, and it was Brandon Walker and Stephen Davis and all them. They came out, and they put me on a stretcher, tombstone me on a, on a chair or whatever. Mm. And, man, I felt like we just – we don't. We, I think we had just done like the second round of the uh, the tag team tournament, and, and we had you know the Star Twins come in, and man, we had this awesome show planned, and I was so excited. We were telling this awesome story, and then I see somebody walking in the mall with a tuxedo on, and they were doing the prom in the mall. Yeah, and man, I remember thinking like, I can't figure this freaking town out you know and another time uh, i remember we booked the show and everybody uh black diamond did a free fair and they brought this free fair into town and it was free to go ride these rides and everybody was panicking and then we had like 200 people show up and I, so i mean it's really just you know there's been so many times when i thought you know man we're gonna we're going to knock this out of the park. You know, we're going to have this, this awesome crowd and then nothing. And in the times where I'm like, you know, I mean, I can remember Stradiversary three. We talk about it. I was nervous. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I yeah. really was nervous. Yeah. You know, we were renting the venue. We were paying. And I was, I was nervous. Yep. And, uh, um, you know, and that's just, uh, you know, to me, it was, you know, and then knock it out of the park. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Tyler, I hope that we will continue to have uh, these podcasts as well, just because uh, things are changing with Stride doesn't mean we can't uh, continue. We did podcasts before Stride, and I anticipate we'll continue to do those as well. But again, I want to thank you um, for everything uh, with Stride, with your friendship, with uh, being an example of, of how to be a better person, a better father, a better husband, a better friend. Um, I think it's lessons that many of us have taken uh, to heart and have learned through the years uh, with Stride and, and, and apply them in, in our everyday lives as well. And again, I appreciate it. And uh, this is by no means the end, and we will certainly continue to uh, talk stride and talk about other things that are going on in the world of professional wrestling. But again, I thank you for everything. Well, no, I, I thank you. I thank everybody. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a good thing. You know, I think, uh, you know, we might see, you know, a growth and we might see some new faces, you know, the new, the new people in charge, know other people. And, and, you know, the, the last few years, I really have taken a step back from traveling you know, and, and I felt like I had traveled and done all I really wanted to do. And I had, and I had reached as far as I wanted to go. And, and the places I got to travel to, you know, um, Ireland and, and London mm-hmm. and, and all yeah. that cool stuff I got to do through wrestling. And I felt like I had accomplished so much and, and, and I didn't travel anymore. When you don't travel, you don't meet new people. You don't, you know, I mean, all the guys that I brought in acts, uh, you know, Stephen or uh, Chris Hargis and Brandon Espinosa, you know, all those guys. Um, you know, uh, I, I really feel like I met those guys by traveling, and um, you know, and 
know, they're them helping me at the very beginning. And, you know, I just, I'm thankful to all of them, you know, the time that Roger took over the company and, and, and kind of ran tra- training and handled the money and paid guys. And, you know, just the list goes on and on about guys that I'm thankful for, but, um, this is, you know, I think it's going to be a good thing. I think, uh, the new people in charge are going to have new ideas and, and new people and new ways of doing things. And, you know, I think, uh, I think the, the crowd will, uh, you know, I, I think it'll still grow. Um, you know, I think uh, there's, there is room for growth, definitely. And, and I think there's room for, for new faces and new, you know, ideas and, and, and new and new things. And, um, you know, and, uh, you know, I just, I, I, you know, I hope that they learn and, and I've told them, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and me and you have been a part of how many failed companies. I mean, we went to a, a show and, and at Carbondale one time that had like what, 10 paid tickets, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, um, and, and there were, you know, and, you know, I feel like we found the formula to what works and, um, and I, and I really hope that they stay with the formula that's Southern Illinois because me and you have been part of two <laughs> companies that crashed and burned yep. and, you know, crashed and burned miserably. And, uh, and I really hope that, uh, you know, they, they keep it going and they, and they learn from, from past mistakes. And, and as far as, you know, me and you, and we're still together, we're not getting a divorce, and, <laughs> you know, we're, we're, uh, I hope to still do this podcast. Absolutely. We can do, I, I plan to still, I plan to now actually be a wrestling fan. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, that's what I, that's what I hope to do. I hope to be able to sit down and, and watch wrestling. And I hope to be able to just, you know, it sounds crazy, but have a date night where I go with my wife and we, and we sit and watch wrestling. I really, I really honestly plan to do that. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and, if I can get back in shape and, and, and I have time, then maybe I'll throw on the tights here and there and, and roll around with somebody. And, and But as for now, Stride is in some good hands, I feel like, with new leadership. Absolutely. Well said. Uh, again, thank you. And friends, thank you so much for listening. And we will talk again soon. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com.